This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap. Hello, hello and welcome to the awful and awesome entertainment rap episode 39. This is Rajeshri Sen and today we have a new host. Abhinandan Sekri, disappointed, too bad, <laughs> live with it. <laughs> So we have a lot to discuss this time. There's uh, Pepsi's new ad, which they had to pull off in one day. There's a very nice podcast which has come out recently. There are two slightly suspect trailers which have come out. Yes, Bollywood is coming up with some new fare, which they're trying to entice you with with shitty, <laughs> shitty trailers. And a film that Rajshri watched and I couldn't call Mukti Bhavan. Yeah. But when Bongs watch it, is it Mukti Bhavan? Become Mukti Bhavan. It's what is Mukto Bhavan? Mukto Bhavan. They have Bengali subtitles. If the Bengalis want to know where to come and riot. I'll give you the address after this. Huh. So just come here. Second. And we have, uh, we will mention the wonderful national awards which were given. Yes. One award in particular. particular but you can also tell us about the other awards that are significant. Yeah. But we can. And um, just questions. Even though Mukti Bhavan is set in Banaras, it is still Mukta Bhavan. It's Mukta Bhavan and... Because the world was Bengal basically. See, without Bengal, there would be no India, as we know. Okay, what fine. national anthem would you all stand up what to? What else do we have? And we have uh, the MTV Movie Awards, the new yes. step they've taken. I think that is something that's very significant. Uh, so, and a trailer, a, a promo for IPL, which pissed me off so much and I will rant on that later. So that's what we have. Should we start with? I think S-Town. All right. When an antique clock breaks... A clock that's been telling time for 200 or 300 years. Fixing it can be a real puzzle. A clock that old doesn't come with a manual. So instead, the few people left in the world who know how to do this kind of thing. Anyway, I only learned about all this because years ago, an antique clock restorer contacted me and asked me to help him solve a murder. happened. Something has absolutely happened in this town. There's just too much little crap for something not to have happened. And I'm about had enough of shit town and the things that goes on. So I've heard the whole thing. Uh, it's being, for some reason, earlier marketed as part of Serial. Uh, yeah. But it's not. They consciously say this is not Serial 3, this is S-Town. So, out of the three, and I've listened to all three, I found S-Town the most compelling, um, especially the first five episodes. Um, I mean, it's a tough call between two, Serial 2 and S-Town, but I think S-Town is a must-listen for journalists, hmm. uh, for structure, you know? Uh, there, there are a lot of journalists who probably get that story, and they just abandon it because they say there's nothing in this story. Uh, this guy, like, made it, made it awesome. S-Town is the new podcast which has been uh, hosted by Brian Reed, who is the producer of This American Life, which is a brilliant podcast itself. And it's been produced by the same people who've produced Serial. Hmm. No, so it's a seven-part series. Brian Reed basically got a call from uh, this chap called John B. Macklemore, I think his name is. It's uh, what you would call Middle America. It's small-town America. Uh, Alabama and uh, John B. called him and told him that there's a murder which he wants investigated. And that's how the 
podcast started but it takes a life of its, of own. its own so i th- you know one thing that i think is a very um uh, good habit of and those of you who have tried to communicate with journalists no matter how senior and important or accomplished you always get a response because they go over mm. our mails uh, and indians typically either don't respond to mail yeah. even the ones that they should or respond after 15 days and this again is a very desi thing mm. of not responding to mails uh and i keep hoping that i'll find such a mail in my inbox and sometimes you know mails yeah. come in in fact i just had a long chat with uh, someone a few days ago from a village in madhya pradesh who hmm. gave me a tip off for a story that he says in the schools here yeah the names on our registers are done according to caste so the brahmins are first it's not alphabetic oh. so like abhinandan will come first yeah. and rajshree later yeah it will be whatever the so automatically the whole class gets to know where you stand and the schedule caste and dalits names are announced at the end in the attendance register. so i thought that was an, and he gave me some other stuff on how caste is defines you over there so you know just interesting those kind of this. leads that you yeah. get on email so that's what that he got this email that he called up the guy and you get and it started recording also uh the sign of a good journalist is <laughs> that you start recording right from the beginning so he has those first phone calls that he had with uh, john b which are rambling phone yeah. calls yeah you really don't see where the story is going to come from so there may be a spoiler here um the the podcast kind of it starts off in one direction and it goes in another yeah halfway through so so you know of course we won't give away everything but i think those of us who have at some stage lived in a small town hmm. can really identify the john reed in our own towns but john b uh, john b basically is this he's slightly old you don't get it right in the beginning that oh, i thought he's is. a younger guy but he's quite he's in his 50s or so and uh, he says that there's been a murder he knows someone has murdered uh, somebody and that person is dead and he says that but the murderer is walking around free much like manu sharma did for a while and he wants this investigated which is why brian reed starts talking to him and then he goes to uh, this little town right which town means shit town because yeah. uh, you know john describes his town as like a shit town it's like a shit but if you are living in a small town one thing which is very clear in the conversation that this guy has with john yeah. reed is he is extremely bright he is his yeah. iq must be you know up there among the top 2% of the world or maybe 1% and when a person like that is stuck in a bunghole town with yeah. nothing happening that person goes downhill i won't say who it is but there is someone in the podcast who dies so basically during the course of this investigation one of the characters an important part of the investigation that the journalist is conducting dies dies and during the podcast he keeps brian reed keeps discussing and investigating this new person who has died now there's been a lot of discussion about whether about the ethics of investigating and talking about someone who has died like you're talking about his private life this is not character a who got murdered and i get that because you've been called to investigate a murder about someone else and you've suddenly started talking about someone else you met who died in the uh, process of this uh, investigation so there's been a lot of talk about this that have they overstepped their ethics guardian also went and went to that 
S town basically shut down and they met all these people who are in the podcast and they said it's amazing how happy they are to be part of the podcast and I said who cares if people are talking about us and it is shit town only so it's interesting there's a lot listen to it vox carried a piece saying uh, S town a stunning podcast it should probably have never been made yeah that's so that's another interesting one uh, so yeah i highly recommend it i binged heard it over two days we i heard four episodes one day three yeah. episodes the next i'd like to talk about the pepsi controversial ad which was pulled down a vice kendall jenner a big deal who's so he so kendall she? jenner is see this is the thing it is not only the education of our audiences <laughs> it is the education of the co-host hmm because avanandan's very like intellectual he doesn't know these things kendall jenner is part of america's first family of reality stars which is Kim Kardashian's family. She is oh, she's Kim she's Brian that Jenner's daughter. The guy who was a swimmer yeah, who has become a woman. Who is Caitlyn Jenner. She is Caitlyn Jenner's daughters with uh, uh, Kim Kardashian's mother with so Chris Kardashian. So that's her claim to fame that she's her half sister and her daughter. Yeah, yeah. So you should see her Instagram account and social yeah. media account. So even Kim Kardashian's S- claim to fame is what? That she's Kim Kardashian. It speaks very highly of America that this is your celebrity, right? Mm-hmm. So Kendall Jenner is one of the top models now and she's Kim Kardashian's sister. Okay. So this ad basically is this activisty ad which shows a whole bunch of people, you know, some wearing hijab and with a Muslim cap and this basically in the podcast uh open source with Christopher Lydon. There's a chat about this uh, where they talk about the uh monetization or the commodification of activism and how the millennials will not tolerate it while the baby boomers did or something of the sort. Mm. So uh, okay now I quite like the ad and I don't know why it was pulled down. What do you think Raj? Okay, you so didn't like it. You no, thought no, it was No no hmm. no. I wasn't I it's a Pepsi ad. At the end of the day I don't see why people think that Pepsi should be so in touch with uh, sensitivity either. But they are, you use a lot of cliches like at the end of the day anyway. so much for your wrong intellectualism ha huh? carry that's on that's because i'm dumbing it down for you now what if you don't understand what ah, i'm saying that's like true. that ah, okay <laughs> so i don't understand why people think that pepsi should be saving the world they are selling a product they are going to use kendall jenner to sell the product they have it is funny when you if you sit and analyze the ad you see this protest taking place you see kendall jenner standing on the side she's modeling for it's part of a photo shoot which is what kendall jenner does and she keeps looking at these people walking by these youngsters and it's part of black lives why there's been such outrage is also because it's linked to black lives matter which everyone's very sensitive with good reason about in america and then she suddenly decides that she will join this protest so she pulls off her blonde wig and she wipes off her red lipstick wipes up her off her red lipstick it is impossible i'm just saying as someone who wears lipstick and especially if you're modeling the kind of they must have put mac or something on her she will have a smear across her face mm-hmm. but even then she wipes off her lipstick and she joins this protest and then she picks up it is funny when you think of it that she picks up a pepsi and, and she gives it to the cop and then someone the woman in the hijab takes a picture of this and gets like you know one of those pictures there's this picture which the is going around the woman in the hijab is avni rai 
Raghurai's daughter. Oh, really? Hmm. So she's not Muslim. They put a hijab on her. She's half Sardar. Punjabi. So this is even ride? better. Was there a bong in the ride? No, but there was a Punjabi. There must have been a bong would have been the cameraman. Huh? Uh, Light anyway. laga out takes it. So <laughs> she gives the Pepsi to the cop and the protest finishes. Now there are certain inaccuracies if you start analyzing it, but it's a nice looking ad. And you get that thing that Pepsi is like bringing peace to the world, sort of. But uh, one, the cops are not protesting. So why had she given her giving Pepsi to the cops does what? Like they'll just leave. They're not protesting. The, they are okay, blocking the protesters. See, the, the, for, for a bong who claims to <laughs> understand Ulysses and other I such novels, you don't even understand a Pepsi ad. I'm see, really going to start a bong rally against News Laundry. Hard to block them. To block. So they are standing... It's hot, they're tired, so she gives him a Pepsi and he drinks it. It's a bit like the Indian Pepsi ad where those guys are the protesting. FTII. The you know, the, the black kurtas, Pepsi si pee gaya. The huh. guys, you know, booker. So the cop is standing there and she offers him a Pepsi, he drinks it and he looks at the other cop and smiles and it's this piece, it's this bridge. So Pepsi bridges that gap. See, I'll tell the you why I The gap between it. cops and the protesters. And the protesters. Okay. Now, I think what I liked about the ad is one, I liked the politics behind it where one of the biggest products hmm. in the US has an ad which is clearly making a statement against the prevailing um, atmosphere that the government in power is trying to create or what yeah. the government stands for. What the government right now stands for, this ad is against that politics. It's a very clear statement where they are kind of endorsing that stand yeah. up for your right. Or, or There's some such slogan at the end of the mm. ad as well. So I think that is amazing. And uh, I think in India or anyone always appreciates that what you can't have yeah. I can't think of any product here. I can't think which of a Reliance or a Tata. Anything which is so big, taking a clear stand. Like, I challenge anyone who has the balls right now to take out an ad which has a statement against this whole Hatya on Gaur Raksha Boons. It's impossible. So, I think, but, but America, it's gone to the other extreme where any commodification of activism hmm. is frowned upon. That's yeah. why it's been pulled down, right? Pepsi has not only bowed to uh, social media pressure, they've also apologized to Kendall Jenner. Why her? Because Kendall Jenner is Kendall Jenner. So she's too big for them to let her get brick bath. So he said, we also want to apologize to Kendall Jenner for dragging her into this mess. Okay. But for you, is the ad a good ad or a bad ad? I thought it was... It's a Pepsi ad. It was well made. I liked it. But I, if you analyze it now... Any ad doesn't make sense, according to me. Since we're on the subject of ads, I'd like to rant about this one hmm. stupid ad for a stupid product called Vivo IPL, which they have this entire campaign called Manuranjan Kabap. Okay. So this ad basically is a takeoff on Hindi movies and a Rakhi ki Karan Arjun aayenge. So they're two boys, Manu and Ranjan. Okay. And, you know, the, in the nukkar, there are people standing, Are Manu, Ranjan, tere baap ka hmm. That whole ad's build-up is... As if there's something to be ashamed of if you don't have a father, you don't know who he is. Oh, it's these yeah. two boys. Who so, are, and yeah. you know, they are always very perturbed whenever he asks us, hmm. baap and then IPL launches and Manuranjan ka baap gaya. It's, yeah, funny. But the thing is... <laughs> it's not I just, funny, I just it's very think, bad. I just think the the entire... You know, even the jackasses sitting at that ad agency yeah. creating this ad, inherently in their heads, the the value system that is so fucked up, is so deeply embedded right from their, yeah. you know, head to their bum. Hmm. 
they don't even realize it's like when trump would say stupid things he didn't realize he was saying stupid mm. things much of indian society is like that they don't even know when they are when the politics of what they're making and i don't mean party politics no, no. gender politics mm. class politics you know social politics is so fucking fucked up and warped but apni taraf se unhone bahut hi hysterical ad banaya but the only good thing is only a fuck all product like ipl deserves a fuck all ad like that <laughs> that was my rant uh, actually okay. you can make this more intellectually palatable to the days ghoshes and uh, sans <laughs> of days. our audience <laughs> i like the days because <laughs> that's the days of the, our lives cuz the sings khuranas and chaddas have got what i'm saying <laughs> they have understood they are the most bigoted of the lot are aap married nahi ho so i just came back from i just want to say this because i came back from pushkar I'm not a particularly religious person but when my this is nothing to do with pop culture but it has everything to do with culture hmm. so my mother's far more religious we went to pushkar we were there and one pandit said come let's do a prayer my mother immediately is ever ready to pray for hmm. everything so i didn't want to upset her because he said aapki beti hai aap baith jaiye unke sath the first question the first he described some historical things and all and then he said there's a prayer that is done where wives come and pray for their husbands hmm. so i let him finish what he was saying because i didn't hmm. want to interrupt him also he said for the next 14 generations we'll live on or something and he asked my mother what is your husband's name like it's all related to what is your father's name what is your husband's name like that at the end of it i asked him i said i got what you've done thank you for this do you have a prayer which i my husband can do for me he didn't say ma'am you no one has married you so no one will do the hmm. prayer don't But get too hopeful ma'am pehle aap patni leke aaiye na apni hopes apne haisiyat mein rakhiye but he looked at me in shock and he said ha aajkal to ye sab chalte hai na so i said aajkal ye sab chalte hai matlab aapko nahi lagta hai karna chahiye so then he felt before like it becomes was, a gender debate yeah. so he said karna to chahiye but it is so ingrained in us even the pandit that pushkar gets society is changing but, but the ad agency that made yeah. that has not got it anyway wonderful uh right now i'd like to i haven't seen it but mukti bhavan uh, i'd like to hear your review yeah. on it good bad ugly so i went to see mukti bhavan and one thing which was nice was it was a monday afternoon and the hall was half full so that was quite good there were lots of old so you're people you're seeing the half full kind of I'm thing i'm seeing the half, half full empty, not yeah. half empty and it was another thing i noticed was it was full of very old people because i think they can relate to this no it's because they're the only ones who watch movies Maybe on mondays a, young people that could be it and so middle aged ones like us work <laughs> so mukti bhavan is a new film which is starring adil hussain And amazing who is and in this film he is mind bogglingly good and lalit bell who you've seen in titli as the father right he's an excellent actor yeah. as well so and it's directed by subhashish bhutiani who has made two other films which we have not really heard of i think they only happen in the international circuits they are shown mm. but the film is essentially about uh, in benares there's something i did not know this that it's called mukti bhavan where people go when they think that they are going to die they go and they stay in these it's almost like a hostel but you get a room and it's when you preempt your or you at least feel that you're going to die you go there to die yeah 
because then you get a direct in that dashashwamedh ghat which ever yeah, the main yeah. ghat it's right on the so ghat so then your mukti basically you mukti Instant. you are not reborn and all yeah 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 so the father over here it's uh, like the story everyone knows what the story is so i'm not giving any uh, like key parts away but the father is lalit bell it's a middle class uh, family who i it's not very clear which town but i think it's kanpur or some it's very close to binaras the father tells his son daughter-in-law and granddaughter who is around 22 23 like that so you get the ages he's also 74 years old as the father lalit bell says that i have decided that i am going to die and so you have to take me now to binaras to mukti to one of the mukti bhavans and adil hussain is working in ironically he works in a life insurance firm hmm. like you get that they don't say it but you see it at the back it's written life insurance and if you've seen adil hussain in other films his acting talent is so superb over here because like it comes out even more because he really comes across as this harried government employee who is just trying to make ends meet at home and he tells his father why do you want to go basically like you're looking healthy enough father puts uh, puts his foot down they go to mukti bhavan to one of these mukti bhavans and it's about their stay there and ultimately what happens people's deaths hmm. not necessarily father doesn't really die do you spoil uh, for it for a while no no for a while okay. to come there's no death happening so hmm. but what is beautifully done is the uh, relationship between father and son the uh, reluctance of adil hussain to take his father like he's like he's just throwing a tantrum but you see the thing with children have children who are adults have that where you will be indulgent but you will get irritated and uh, and also how old people look for companionship that's all he wants essentially he wants companionship he finds companionship there what's lovely about this film is very short it's 1 hour 20 minutes 1 hour 25 minutes the exploring of relationships grandfather granddaughter father daughter uh, uh father son and also this thing of you get that when people feel that they've led a full life the joy with which they are ready to give up their life to say that okay i'm ready to die now and the fact that he's happy to go but it's the family members who seem to be having a problem digesting this that's a bit idyllic the harivansh rai bachchan said something quite different in his hmm. poem that uh, yam aayega saaki bankar hmm. basically no one goes saying that i have drunk full everyone wants a little more so i mean maybe in this film there may be rare people who do but i think the whole um uh thing that everybody leaves life having experienced everything there is a like a very famous uh, short story if i'm not wrong by munshi premchand of this man who death comes to take him he says mm-hmm. let me you know first get married and he gets married okay let me just get to okay, have a child like and have a child okay let me just see my child That's married always one let thing. me just see my grandson mm-hmm. let me see my grandson you know want to go yeah but uh, watch this it's very beautifully every relationship is explored very beautifully binaris is shown in a very exactly the way it is in these thin lanes and all and the photographies done by the camera uh, people are two foreigners i see so, cinematography 
Uh, it's a yeah. camera person. A, you know, you said photography. Huh. That's for no, still no, images, yeah. cinematography, no, or cinema. No. But as a bong, I would imagine, because you know, you're from the place of that general. I'm from Shrutti. Yeah, so but you still don't know the difference between photography and cinematography. Because we do director. I'm from the land of Gurdas Man. I know. Now we can quickly go on to the two trailers. One is a film called Noor, starring Sonakshi Sinha, and the other is a film called Half Girlfriend. Uh, if Sorry. I may say so, the both both the trailers, hmm. and here's where again the unimaginativeness of structure in writers manifests itself. A every Hindi film since the days of Jitender and family dramas hmm. of Jaya Prada Jitender when I was young, all those. Mera ghar ek sapna hai types films, where it'll start off with comedy and you know light-hearted, bubbly girl. You know, I what are you playing? It's a very different role. I'm a bubbly girl. Acha, what are you playing in another movie? It's very different. I'm a bubbly girl, but I'm a Tamil bubbly girl. So it's so different. Acha, now what are you playing? It's very different. I'm a bubbly girl, but I'm a Kashmiri bubbly girl. So basically, bubbly girl Haan, remains bubbly. They're bubbly. So very, you know, uh, live life to the fullest, give a damn type of that shit, whatever. Anyway. and then you know something every, will every film starts off as a comedy light it's light hmm. their comedy scenes then it'll go into a bit of drama and then it become really serious rona dhona and then in the end it's so happy. happy like it's the same graph and there's always a romance which uh, brings some pathos to them they never yeah, have no, a happy a, that's, happy that's, romances no, but also. no but that is fine you know there has to be conflict in any story otherwise it's not a story but why does the trailer also have to follow the same graph because The good thing about Hindi film producers is they put the whole story in the trailer, so you can watch it and then decide this is such crap. We don't have to watch the entire film, so they leave nothing to the imagination. So even the trailer starts off with all the funny scenes, all the punchline, ha ha he he. Then a couple of I'm serious <laughs> and I'm now I'm struggling with life. Then to meet me, buri or a thow, and then it gets into tragedy and then shh, watch whatever. Like dude. Really, can't you at least have a different structure for the trailer, if not okay. for the story? Okay, but one of the films is scripted by Chetan Bhagat, so we shouldn't expect too much. So there, both these films are based on two novels. So Noor, which is Sonakshi Sinha's, uh, the film starring her, is based on Saba Imtiaz's uh, Pakistani novel Karachi. You're killing me. So they've just taken. She's a journalist. So Nagshree Sena is supposed to be a journalist, and so the uh, Saba's uh, novel was a Karachi journalist. Over here, they brought it to Bombay, and she's a journalist in Bombay. Has Shiv Sena allowing the release? They haven't understood yet, no. That it's they because, takes them one month to understand. No, because see, if you're a puritan, if you you hmm. know are one of those intense cinema types, the real star, Madam, real star of film, na, <laughs> is not Shah Rukh Khan. The real star is script. तो वो स्क्रिप्ट इज़ द रियल स्टार नाउ द रियल स्टार इज़ फ्रॉम पाकिस्तान देन हाउ हाउ इज़ इट बिंग अलाउड पर वो तो समन हैज़ टू एक्सप्लेन टू देम ना ये किताब था किताब का इट्स वेरी डिफिकल्ट फॉर शिवसेना टू रैप द माइंड्स अराउंड एनीथिंग मोर देन फोर वर्ड्स ना स्ट्रंग टुगेदर बट इन दिस सोनाक्षी इज दिस यंगिश जर्नलिस्ट एंड द ओनली कंसेशन आई विल गिव to this is that she dresses normally because normally when you have these films about college students or journalists and all they are all dressed as if ritu kumar is dressing them yeah i'll never forget <laughs> how meenakshi shishadri dressed in mard and when they, when bulldozers are coming to remove basti i was watching mard and i was like kitni glamorous and then there was a scene and then there was a scene when they come to demolish the slum she says mere ghar nahi todne maine kaha hai <laughs> so oh so she lives there but she dresses like this so that's right fascinating so sonakshi's film is also stars someone who i think is very cute looking but can't really act 
too well, which is Kannan Gill plays her best friend and Shibani Dandekar is there and Purab Kohli is her love interest. Anyway, watch the trailer. It shows that she's a journalist who has dodgy ethics. She gets screamed at by her editor. She also likes to drink and has a hangover. And uh, these, these are all the things I and got. And she does ulti in the pot. She does ulti in the pot. She loves Purab Kohli who is quite rakish and nice looking for a change. And Kanan Gill is being funny. And... Uh, that is it. Later, now yeah. coming to Half Girlfriend, the trailer. Did a, you read the book? Tell me first. No. Uh, and <laughs> I, uh, by the way, I, based on the trailer, I won't be watching Noor. And I also <laughs> doubt I'll be watching Half Girlfriend. Thank you, Avinandan, for letting me a, know. It has this Arjun Kapoor, who I believe is Bonnie Kapoor's son. It, the trailer is basically, it seemed to me, a shitty version of Rockstar. Instead of making the guy, because Rockstar was also sh- shot in Stevens, right? Wow, so you've compared it took that, me to What minutes. was that girl's name in Rockstar? Nargis, Nargis Fakri. So Nargis Fakri is this glamorous yeah, English yeah, medium. Yeah. Okay. And he's this jat from a Delhi jat village. Except replace the jat boy with a Bihari boy. Yeah. And it kind of seems the same, except Rockstar I thought was a pretty good film. I liked Rockstar this, a lot, in fact. Uh, this... Again, it follows the same graph of a 70s film. Even the trailer follows the same graph. and um, It's true to the book, huh? Because I read half the book. And it has um, Shakti Kapoor's daughter. Uh, <laughs> Don't uh, say it like that. Her name Shraddha Kapoor. Shraddha Kapoor. She's Who's... distancing herself from her father. And this story, if you all don't know, the story which was a very deep story which Chetan Bhagat had written was about this boy who comes from small town India which is not, uh, he speaks in Hindi and he joins Stephens. He's and clearly a Bihari basically. Yeah, he's Bihari. He's, uh, he's Jha. Hmm. Basically something Jha. So uh, he joins Stephens. He meets uh, Shraddha Kapoor's character which I've forgotten the name of now. And she's an English-speaking uh, girl and he falls in love with her. But the reason why I had stopped reading the book halfway through was the book basically described a guy, if it had happened to me in college, and we've all known men like this, and I'm sure men have known women like this, who you're being polite to them. You don't want to be rude to them. You're sort of fond of them also, but they keep telling you that they love you, they love you, they love you. They pop up everywhere you look. And when you say, dude, I'm not, even remotely interested. I don't find you attractive. I don't find you romantically interesting. Nothing. They behave like you are the asshole. Because how Hmm. can you not love me? And they turn it around on, oh, you don't like me because I'm not... Like, in this case, he says, I don't speak English. That's not why she doesn't like him. She really genuinely is not interested in but him. But even if she does, it's fine. I mean, what's the big deal? Yeah, anyway? so I mean, that is the story of this uh, book and that is the story of this film. Arjun Kapoor acts as wonderfully as he always does. So, Although if, I will say, in that film with Deepika Padukone, he acted quite well. I was quite shocked that he one? could actually act. Uh, Finding Fanny, Fanny, whatever. Oh, Finding okay. Fanny was nice. Yeah. So he he did a good job, I think, because he didn't have to do much. He just had to look dumb. Yeah. And kind of he, he he's, he's. So those are the cracked. two trailers, and it's directed by Mohit Suri. This film, Mohit Suri has another connection to Chetan Bhagat, hmm. which could have been our question, but I'll just say what it is. Chetan Bhagat was the judge in Nachbali. Okay. This year, Mohit Suri is the judge in Nachbali. Oh, interesting. Ah, See, trivia. Trivia. Um, <laughs> and it's been produced by Bhushan, by... by uh, yeah, Gulshan Kumar's family. Bhushan Kumar and, hmm. and Krishan Kumar, that yeah. famous actor, hero. 
So um, that's what we have as far as Trilla is concerned. Now let's quickly go on to the national awards. Hmm. What are the five big awards? Could you just okay, tell I'll us? Tell but you. before we get to that, I would just like to uh, comment on what MTV is doing this year. Yeah. This year, basically, MTV is going to have its uh, film and TV awards. They're bunging them into one awards, the movie and TV awards, and they're eliminating separate categories for best actor and best actress, or best actor in a male role, best actor in a female role. And uh, they've done that twice before in the best performance category. Uh, it's been combined in 2006 and 2007, so there was no best performance male and best performance female. But they've what what the the logic they apply is that. in the arts there should be no gender you know yeah. that so but the people on the other side say because bollywood hollywood is is a very chauvinistic and a, you know a, mm. a male kind of favorable space mm. films scripts producers everything is optimized to suit the hero so if you don't have separate categories there will be even fewer awards for women okay so that is the logic but what i really find amazing about like mtv and i come mm. back to what pepsi did earlier They also have changed one category from best fight to best fight against the system. Yeah. So they used to have a category where you know hmm. whether it's a Jackie Chan fight. So it was now the best fight against system, which is about not just the fight sequence, but a character who takes on yeah. an oppressive system. So a brand like MTV that has this huge award ceremony is making a very obvious political statement, which is anti-establishment, yeah. and this. brings us in stark contrast to national awards or any desi awards where you have to yeah. charto the establishment to basically make sure that a film is released let alone getting an award yeah. so now you can go on to the national awards um i i think everyone should read this article in the time magazine on mtv got rid of gender divisions at the at an award show it's time for others to do the same we'll have the link at that how art should be leading progressive movements rather than following Hmm. uh which is very tragic because in india at least mainstream art doesn't do anything of the sort okay now to the national awards so just surprisingly our national awards does have a category which is best film on other social issues i don't know other what it's supposed to mean but uh pink one this year hmm So and the other social issues, yeah. which are the non-other ones we don't know which are that other basically other social issues which don't affect Our political parties, basically. Okay. Uh, then we also had best special effects. Shivai won, which I don't know for special effects. Maybe they. What? Dis- which Shivai, one is Shivai is that Ajay Devgan film. Okay. You saw the trailer you of lost Ajay, me Ajay Devgan. <laughs> He won best. Uh, I've never watched. Actor. I, I may have watched one or two Ajay Devgan films, but yeah, I I would He's never. He's a national award winner, best very actor. Good for him. Okay. Mm. Uh, I don't want you to mock mm. him like that. uh best first film of a director they have it's quite interesting the categories they've got alpha has won for that so now to the big awards hmm. okay there's best actress best supporting actress was saira zaira wasim from uh, dangal. dangal okay that's uh, i watched that i thought yeah, everyone that yeah so i haven't that. seen hmm. that but i uh, heard she was excellent best children's film nagesh kukunur's dhanak got okay which is quite a nice film i saw it it's very sweet uh special jury award sonam kapoor got a special mention for neeja okay so i'd watch neeja also was and good? it was she was very good and uh 
the concept of making the thought that Atul Kaspeker, who is a fashion photographer, mm. would make this as his first film, shot entirely, not okay, ninety percent in an aircraft, was kabil tarif. Kabil tarif, ekdam. Then best feature film I have not seen this was Kasa, which uh, stars Mohan Agassi. Hmm. Uh, going by the fact that it has Mohan Agassi, it most probably was. He's a phenomenal good. actor. Yeah, but the best. I mean, Mohan Agassi even brought some dignity to Trimurti with that song. Oh, of Kuka. course. Dunia, <laughs> dunia, very good, very good. Dunia I remember that song. He was Kuka. You remember? And Anil Kapoor, who were the three? Anil Kapoor, Jackie Shroff, and uh, Shah Rukh Khan. Shah Rukh was in it also, yes. of course, with those hats but they are wearing. But Kuka stole film. the show. Yeah, but mm. what a film! That film everyone should watch. It I was feel. so bad that <laughs> it almost finished everyone's career. Anyway, hmm, carry on. The best actor award. Now, I just want to set the tone for this because I have a very low benchmark for the kind of films I can sit through. Yeah, you're a bong. No, because <laughs> Shottuji Thai taught us that you must watch the Was ridiculous, yeah, to oh. appreciate the sublime. So I want also see in the profession I have, which is critiquing. If I don't watch the trash, how will I make fun of it? True. So I sat and I watched this film for twenty-five minutes. This film being being Rustam. Rustam. Based Which, on the Nanavati case. Yeah, and the reason I watched it was because I wanted to write about it because the Nanavati case just thrills me. I find it fabulous that a man got so angry that his wife was having an affair that he went and just shot another man to death. I just love it. But Akshay Kumar played Rustam. It is the worst film I have seen in a long time. But he has got Best Actor. Has he acted well? Because you can act well in a bad film like Kuka in Trimurti. He is. He acted the way Jackie Shroff did in, in that in Trimurti. Same. Nice. Like Jackie Shroff acted better. This is. <laughs> so Akshay Kumar in this plays a navy officer. It is trash. This film. There is no other word for it. That he has won Best Actor is ridiculous. Going by the kind of films that. Were released last year, including, including Aligarh, Aligarh, which was fabulous, absolutely. And Manoj Rajpayee, I think, has given up on ever being recognized for any acting talent and all. Now there is one controversy which has popped up, which is that on the jury, these are jury awards, right? Not one one person doesn't decide. On the jury was Priya Darshan, who has made a whole bunch of films with Akshay Kumar, including the the Sublime Hera Pheri series. <laughs> Fucking sh! I mean, the <laughs> most pathetic attempt with at humor. that great actor Sunil mm. Shetty. Yeah. Mm. So thankfully, Sunil Shetty did not get Best Actor. But w- the year that Ajay Devgan got Best Actor mm. was the year Prakash Jha was on the jury. Prakash Jha mm. again has made a whole bunch of films with Ajay Devgan. So we don't know whether. Also, let's not forget that your favorite actor Abhinandan, your second favorite actor. Mm. Saif Ali Khan Patowdi. Oh dear God! Hmm. Also, one best actor for which film? No for Hamtum. Really? Yeah. He won a national award for Hamtum. He won. Nice. Won. <laughs> I'm so disturbed. I'm saying hmm. won. He won for uh, Hamtum. So this is only routine. I think basically they give best actor to anyone who is just somehow connected to the jury in some way. So uh, that's quite shocking to me that. Whatever you say about the Oscars, at least the people nominated are people who've acted in really good films and who've acted really well. Okay, I just like to uh, say that 
uh, I haven't seen Rustam and a lot of people may say that how are you commenting without seeing stuff yeah and there may be a point to it maybe I won't see a film Which starring uh, KRK oh uh, you know Kamal Khan but if someone told me he won the best actor award I would say are you serious hmm. and then someone could say but you haven't seen the film sure but I don't think Kamal Khan can really pull off a performance of national award uh, similarly I think uh, Akshay Kumar is one of the most crappy actors yeah ever uh, but that's fine because any industry needs stars to survive and not just actors and I think um, the whole politicization of national award that because he did this whole nationalistic thing yeah and the mystery whether he's a canadian citizen or indian citizen is still not it's sorted still no we knows. should do a story on that yeah. but i just like to remind everybody that sunny deol has got a national award for ghayal <laughs> also where his there. role involved being held by five people and saying Aah! and did he rip up the tube well in that so, film no that was much that later. was different and that was the same year when amitabh bachchan made agnipath so just saying so Anyway. So now you know why Amitabh Bachchan sometimes looks really upset with life. That that year, that I did Agni Pats and he got the best <laughs> yeah. out of a ghayal. It's still in it. <laughs> Even this year, he must be thinking, okay, he overacted in Pink. But he acted better than Akshay Kumar in Rustam. Yeah, anyway, that's pathetic. Coming to the question, last week we asked uh, what Chetan Bhagat had done, which had got him a whole lot of heat on Twitter. Two people got it correct, Rachit Bhatia and Hariharan Suresh. If you all get a few more answers correct, you'll get a whole bunch of merchandise. But the answer was that it was the last day of the Navratras. And uh, there's that Kanya Puja which happens. So Chetan Bhagat, poor thing, sweetly tweeted out a picture of him with around eight girls, little girls. And he said, sitting with them after the past. And everyone jumped on him and said, they fasted and you're like, what a regressive thing to tweet out. And do you not realize? So he wasn't even doing something regressive. He just has to tweet something. And for once, my heart went out to him that he got so many brick girls don't fast. The kanjak jo so karte, that's what the he girls. said. He said, I have fasted. They have not fasted. But by then, he'd already got some hundred tweets. He regretted ever doing anything. Now, because Abhinandan's, this is his first episode as properly as co-host he has the very intellectual question for next week go so our question for our listeners for next week is that in the trailer of Noor starring Sunakshi Sinha there is one scene where she weighs herself the question is how much does she weigh because they have a close up of the weighing scale you can be off by about one kilo this way or that way because of parallax error. Because it's a side angle shot, there's a parallax. Those of you who understand what is parallax, you'd understand. So we will allow her one kg yeah. error. But how much does she weigh? Write in to us at contact at newslaundry.com. So it's, uh, please send in your answers and uh, also send in some suggestions if you want us to discuss something uh, which you spotted in uh, pop culture and yes. we'll uh, discuss that as well. Any book to read, I'll do that. Any show to watch, Rajshri will do that. <laughs> uh, and tell us what you think, write in your feedback, leave your abuse on our Twitter timelines and send in your suggestions to contact at newslaundry.com and subscribe to News Laundry because you want to do many more such podcasts you want to do a whole bunch of stuff we can't do that without subscribers because we are not ad driven or ad revenue is not our source of revenue you are so please do subscribe and tell your friends and relatives to do the same thank you for joining us thank you Mr. Sikri thank you Miss Sam it's a wrap all the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher iTunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to News Laundry help us keep news independent 
catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.